There's a difference between do it yourself and do it for a living. At the Home Depot, we get that. And we're here to help pros get the job done with the products and brands you trust. Technology to keep your job on track. Job site delivery to save you time. And bulk pricing on over 4,000 items every day to save you money. When you've got a job, we're on the job. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Getting tired of your lunch options? Change it up with Little Caesars Hot and Ready Lunch Combo. Wowee, the winds of change. Get four slices of pepperoni deep, deep dish pizza, plus a 20-ounce drink, now for only four bucks. Goodbye. Where are you going? Little Caesars, obviously. Get the Little Caesars Lunch Combo, now just four bucks, hot and ready, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. weekdays. Available at participating locations for a limited time plus tax. When they write my story, they're gonna say that I did it for the glory. But don't think that I did it for the fame, yeah. I did it for the love of the game, yeah. And this is my chance I'm taking. All them old records I'm breaking. All your people watching on the TV. You go ahead and put your bets on me. Well, hello everyone. I am Billy Dees, and this is the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. My co-host, as always, is Sugar Shane. How are you doing today, Shane? Doing good, doing good. How about yourself? Doing okay. Letting everyone know that we are live in real time on Monday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then we do another live show on Thursday night. At 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can find us on Twitter, and we're real easy to find on Twitter, at Sweet Truth Radio. The link to our Spreaker account, which has a list of all of our past episodes, is right there. And feel free to live tweet us. And once again, that's at Sweet Truth Radio. Now, if you have the Spreaker app, you can follow along with the Spreaker app and uh, chat with Sugar Shane as the show moves along. Finally, for those of you who uh, may not know, our show originates in northeastern Ohio. And uh, finally, we had a nice day today. Yeah. It, it was a beautiful day. Though yesterday wasn't bad. It was kind of chilly. But um, I mean, it was a it was a good day, nice wasn't and sunny. Was snowing or raining? That was a plus. Yeah, man. And uh, today I actually cut the front lawn. For some reason, I don't know why my my backyard doesn't come to life as quickly. Hmm. The front yard gets uh, ratty looking real quick. You got a lot of shade in the back. <laughs> Yeah, and, and it seems like the soil's a little different back there, too. Oh. Um, it, yeah, I, I'm not sure what it is, but the ground seems harder. Um, when you're in the front yard, the 
the soil seems kind of soft. I don't know if that has anything to do with it because I don't know squat. Oh, I don't either. About, I, know how to, uh, I know how to plant it. That's only because I've had to do it. But I, I don't know nothing about what soil it needs or none of that kind of jazz. I just take a bag and throw it out with gloves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know anything about it. Um, I'm not good at I, – I do not like yard work except for the fact that uh, it usually is a good way to get exercise, to mow the grass and everything. And then a lot of times if I have time, I'll take a walk afterwards while, while I'm all heated up, and it's a good way for me to – Man, I'm right there with you. I hate yard work. Yeah, it gets me uh, some exercise and stuff, so which I badly need. So uh, – Anyway, a couple things here real quick. Um, I'm going to start off. There, there's been a couple of bizarre, horrible stories. Um, one of which is the Waffle House shooting. Um, a 29-year-old uh, suspect um, is accused of gunning down four people hmm. while wearing nothing but a green jacket at a Waffle House on Sunday morning. And uh, where was this Waffle House? Tennessee. Wow. Yeah, man suspected of killing four people and wounding four others after opening fire. And this is according to NBC News. Inside a Tennessee Waffle House has been arrested following an extensive manhunt. Um, this guy looks like the typical. Yeah. If you want to Google uh, Ding Dong. Um, yeah. Now, what's interesting to me is that apparently the news is still coming in on this, and I don't know if all the facts are straight or if I have them all straight, but the uh, he was apparently on the radar of the Secret Service hmm. because uh, he had made an attempt to get across the White House lawn last year or so, and uh, he was involved with a number of brushes with the law, which... Uh, prohibited him from having firearms. He had an AR-15, and uh, the police did confiscate confiscate that. But uh, they gave it, I believe, to his father. They returned it to his father, and his father admits that he gave him back to his son. Uh, that's where he screwed up, man. What the hell would you do that for? I don't know why they would give the guns back anyway. I don't even give a damn if it's a twenty-two millimeter pistol. Or a 12-gauge shotgun. If he showed problems like that, he shouldn't never give him a gun. Yeah, they shouldn't never gave the gun to the father, as far as I was concerned. Now, this is where I agree with conservatives, and that doesn't happen too often. But between the FBI and the, uh, you know, all the other agencies out there, they, they sure know how to investigate uh, Stormy Daniels. Yeah. But they dropped the ball on, on the shooter down in Florida. Right. <laughs> and they dropped the ball on this character. Maybe they should have been a little bit more concerned about nutcases and criminals with AR-15s. Yeah, four people isn't going to get killed in all probability from a Stormy Daniels case. This one did. No. So, yeah. No, and... Uh, shows, yeah, liberal, I would... shows you liberal idiots that are going to the extreme. Yeah, so anyway, um, of course, this opened up the whole gun control debate again oh, of course but uh uh you know I, I i i'll tell you what you could pass all the laws in the world and if we're not enforcing them any better than this you know i mean this is uh this is crazy yeah they so, should 
He should have never had that gun given back to his dad. His dad should have, of course, never gave it back to his son. I don't know what in the hell his daddy was thinking. Well, it should have been obvious that I would never give, have given the guns back. When you get when you do something like charge the White House, right? Anything that we you we find on you is is gone. Okay, and you, should, and, you <laughs> right. and you should lose your right to carry or even get a license for a gun. Well, apparently he did. Okay, uh, but uh, like I said, it, it all kind of got subverted when his dad gave the guns back, according to uh, these reports. If what I've heard is accurate, which and we do have to say on on the. Uh, 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 on the Waffle House uh, story that there was a young man and let me see if I have his name here James Shaw Jr. 29 uh, went to the Waffle House with a friend and here again this is uh, according to NBC News on Sunday but uh, what happened was he ended up uh, walking in on this uh, guy shooting and uh, he took the guy, he charged the guy. I don't know if something happened with the gun. He was trying to reload it or reset it or some other damn thing. And he took the opportunity to charge the guy. And they had a scuffle. And the gun went off and uh, sheared his the skin off of his elbow. Uh, didn't uh, The bullet didn't go in. It just, you know, because the, the barrel was right there. And uh, he threw the gun over the counter. And uh, the, uh, the shooter ran out. And, of course, like I said, he just got captured today. But real hero there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Real, uh, uh, real cool if, dude. I don't know if I ever told this story. But I worked, of course, everybody I've told I've worked for the Waffle House before. But I missed an armed robbery when I was working for the Waffle House by, like, three hours one time. I got off work, and three hours later, it got robbed. Really? <laughs> Yeah, a guy came in. It was an armed robbery. I'm sure it was drug. They were doing it for money. Nobody got hurt, thank goodness. But they okay. came in. They got four hundred and fifty dollars out of the tilt. But uh, I wasn't there, and I just it, it happened. Till I think it, I got off work at a little after nine, like nine thirty, and they ended yeah. up coming in close to one. So I just did miss it. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, but I, I mean, I've seen drug deals go down in the. I was in Atlanta, but I've seen drug deals go down in the parking lot while I was working there before. So, but uh, I hate one more, uh, one more horrible story here um, in uh, Toronto. Uh, somebody drove a van into a crowd of people today. Uh, so far, ten are dead. Oh, I haven't heard about that one. I'm fifteen injured. Hmm. Sure, he rented the van and uh, plowed it into a crowd of people. Jesus. And uh, here again, this guy apparently was a nutcase. Uh, they don't they don't believe at this time that organized terrorism was involved in it. But uh, yeah, apparently, this guy was uh, twenty five years old, and uh, this information is just coming in on him. So I'm not going to go into that. It was. That's now, now, Eagle Scout says this guy with the Waffle House actually thought that Taylor Swift was stalking him. Yeah, he was in that case. Yeah, well, he clearly, clearly he went into the damn place with nothing but a green jacket on. I don't know if he thought he was Jack Nicholas and got just won the Masters or what, but 
I mean, he didn't go in with nothing but a green jacket and, his, and the rest of his birthday suit, so clearly he wasn't all together there. Yeah. Did they find him like that? No, I, I well, I can't say for sure. The The video that uh, was on the TV had him clothed. Now, whether they gave him those clothes, I would imagine he had to have clothes on because he was hiding in the forest. Oh, and that okay. Was, that would be kind of tough to do. Yeah. It'd be bad to be dragging your nuts across them acorns. <laughs> Some tree limbs. You caught the briar, buddy. You don't have to worry about them catching you. You'll be going to the doctor. <laughs> that is, uh, that is for sure. Um, I don't know what can be done about this, but it seems like uh, the whole world's going crazy. Oh, it it's seems going like nuts. It's, yeah. it's up in an uproar. It's in a whole state of a damn mess, man. I yeah. don't see nothing like it. It's like every damn day. I never, I mean, I've been around, you know, I'm 43. I'm not the oldest fucker in the world, but I ain't the youngest either. And <laughs> in 20 years, I ain't never seen this much shit in the news where every damn day has something fucking crazy going on. Well, this is the best time to get into this kind of field because you're never going to be lacking for damn information. Every day you will have something to talk about. I guarantee you. We yeah. could, li- we could. There is no problem to where me and you, I, we can't do it for time's sake, and we have jobs and shit. But we could literally do one of these damn shows three hours every day. <laughs> I bullshit you not. Yeah, it's crazy because it is that crazy out there. If we got, if, I mean, if you sit down and had, glo- you know, took a global information of the whole world, and you sit down and had all your stories lined up, I guarantee you, you could do a three-hour show every day and never miss a lick, and probably wouldn't get to all the shit you had planned. Yeah, it's that messed up. I had never seen nothing like it. It's crazy. It's uh, I don't know if the if the world is getting nuttier. Um, you know, a lot of people say, well, you just didn't hear about it because we didn't have as many news sources as we did back in the day. But I don't believe that. That's bullshit. No. That's bullshit. I mean, that, that's people that want to sit there and say the world's getting better. World ain't getting no damn better, man. I hear people tell me all the time world's getting better. I'm like, <laughs> where the hell's it getting better, buddy? You used to be the optimist. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, hey, I'm an optimist, but I'm okay. also but I'm also a realist. You a have realist. To, there's okay. a way. There's a way to be both. Right. I mean, just because I'm an optimist and hope things get better, yeah. But a realist, I mean, you got to know when you you know that this is bullshit that it's bad. Yeah, things I are mean, worse as, as bad as they've ever been, but we hope they get better. Right. I mean, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's not getting no better. I mean, people touch there and tell you, "Oh, world's get, where the hell's it getting better at?" You show me where the hell it's getting better at. We might be better in certain areas, like medical yeah. technology may be better, and we may be able to help, you know, cure diseases and whatnot better. And we might be able to, you know, your iPhone might be able to contact the other side of the fucking world in two seconds. But that don't mean shit, because the human yeah. being itself ain't got no damn better. It's just as evil as it always been. If Can't not worse. argue with that. So, I mean... Yeah. I don't see it getting better. And then we got people on, I'm I not trying to change the subject to get you off of anything, but we had a guy today on Facebook. He wanted to rant and rave about some racist shit. And I'm like, dude, because we did have some neo-Nazis down in Georgia. I don't know if it's one okay. of your stories, but. They, no, 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 go right ahead. Okay, they had a rally down there this week. Well, the first thing okay. he said was, that goes to show you what's about Georgia. I'm like, man, that's bullshit, dude. I'm like, don't get me wrong. It's bad, and I'm sorry that they did it, you know. But the fact of the matter is, this shit just ain't in Georgia. This shit just ain't in the South. This shit's all over the damn world, man. Yeah. This ain't regulated to just the South. I guess why. I, that's why I'm not. 
I'm not defending what happened in the past because of what was happening in the past with the South is bad. But when you study the history of slavery, there's a lot. I'm not going to go into it all tonight, but there's a hell of a lot more to it than just a bunch of Southerners. But I'm not going to get into all that. Oh, sure. Yeah. There's a hell of a lot more to it than a bunch of damn cotton pickers. It goes beyond that. You have to go back to the 1700s, baby. You can go all the way back to Christopher Columbus if your ass wants to. So, I mean, there's a lot more to it than a bunch of damn cotton pickers making the damn, you know, and all that shit. Yeah. So, but I don't condone what we did. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. they want to throw off on the damn South, talk about the South all the time. Let me tell you something. Some of the worst damn racists I've met right here in the North. Right here. There's some out West. I'll probably, hell, I'll go to New York City in over a week and I'll probably see some there. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. You can't yeah, stereotype. The, the South don't have the market corner. Yeah. No. You can't stereotype like that. That makes, first of all, makes you a fucking idiot. Just be straight. Stereotyping in any state, shape, form, or fashion makes you an idiot. Yeah. It shows you got an IQ of below fucking 80, probably. Because <laughs> there's no way in hell that there's one place got all the shit. I may be wrong. House, get out of your house, take a ride around, listen to other people, go to fucking other states, then maybe you can fucking tell me what you think you might goddamn know. I might be a little wrong, but it seems I notice a little sensitivity uh, on your part regarding Damn the South. Damn right, because I was born and raised in the fucking South. I'm not a bigot. Wasn't <laughs> raised to be a fucking bigot. And not everybody around me was a fucking bigot. Did I go to school with some racist people? Yes. But I guarantee you, if you're honest with your fucking self, you lived in this state, you probably went to school with some fucking bigots too. Everybody does. Yeah, we had bigots in my school. We had racists. Not everybody there was racist, though. I can't sit here and say Alexander High School, they had 1,200 students and every fucking one of them was goddamn racist. That's stupid. That makes me a fucking moron. I was raised with better intelligence than that. Yeah. And I never was a bigot. Never have been. I hate I hate slavery. I'll tell you, I watched Roots when I was eight, nine years old and cried like a bitch because that's the way it is. I have nothing to do with slavery. I have nothing to do with any kind of civil rights. I don't. I don't. I don't. I believe everybody should be treated equally. That's how yeah. I feel. That's how I was raised. But yes, unfortunately, we got some damn idiots in the world. But I don't sit here and say that they're in one geographical fucking location because the whole world's in a mess, and it ain't because of the damn South. The whole world's in a mess because the whole world's fucked up. As Can't a, argue with that, James. As a whole, not saying everybody <laughs> is, but as a whole. And that's my piece on. Yeah, it is a sensitive issue for me. I'll admit it. Because yeah. because it's where I was born and raised. Just like if I told you that everybody up in the north was one particular thing or something. Hell, somebody might get pissed off about that if I said that. Right. I mean, I think that up here they, use, they eat a lot of brown sugar a lot. But I don't. But hell. I eat a, just a, a lot of shit, now, but I don't mean everybody's that. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of shit up here that's different from the way it is in the South. I don't make nothing, but I mean, all I'm saying is you can't say one thing and be a stereotype. Stereotypes are for dummies. You can't stereotype. That's all I'm saying. Unless you get off your ass and you take a walk around, you take a look around. Most of the fuckers that tell me that ain't even been in the goddamn South. Right. Ne never even stepped foot. Unless you've been there and know, you don't know. Now, don't get me wrong. 
There, I've seen some bad shit with some dumbass people in the South. There's racist people there, just like there is everywhere. I'm not condoning the racist people there. I've never met a KKK member, but I'm sure they might have run into one, didn't know it. I've never met one. If they're there, I don't know it and didn't, and I'm glad, and if they'd have told me, I wouldn't have hung out with them. But that's my piece on that. Sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> Just hit a nerve. I'm sorry. You know, no, that's all right. And I don't mean I, I mean I don't mean to you know find it amusing, but it's it's just obvious that it hit a chord. Then that's just oh for you know. sure. Yeah. And I like I like to uh, you know hear people uh, get sparked like that. I mean it's they speak honestly when they do that. You know. Yeah, absolutely. They have a passion. Absolutely. Can't you know? Absolutely. So I mean. All right. Well, I, I don't know how I maybe I'm missing something about this next story. This is also from NBC News. There was a fajita heist, <laughs> a Texas man. And, and this seems like a very hard sentence to me. And he was sentenced to 50 years. I mean, people get charged with murder and don't get 50 years. Yeah. This guy, and and I understand it's a lot of money, and I, I and I hear again, I'd really have to delve into this because how in the hell can you steal one point two million, one point two million dollars worth of fajitas? <laughs> From what I gathered, I read the story. He took a whole van. Yeah, and he took the whole van. I guess I forget how many pounds of shit was in there. This happened over a period of time, right? And. Mm-hmm. It ended up being combined one point two million, and the, they told. The matter of fact, they come out and blatantly said, "Let's make an example of this guy." They blatantly said that, and that's why he got fifty years in prison. Now, why that was a little? I'm like you. I think that's way unjust. I mean, I'm not saying what he did was right. You know, he should go to jail for some period of time. But like you said, we got people out here. I know of somebody right now, a personal friend of mine, whose uncle was murdered and got five fucking. Yeah, that's what and I'm this, talking about. And this dude's going to get 50 for some fajitas? Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I still don't understand. That seems like a, a an absolute mountain of fajitas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a shitload. I, I don't know what he was doing with them. Uh, apparently, he was reselling them. Oh. Okay. Uh, what what happened was he was working at this, uh, let me see here, at a, a, a juvenile detention center in San Benito, Texas. And this was going on apparently 2008, 2009, something like that. And what he would do is that the, he would order this food. They would have it delivered. Okay. And then he would take it and resell it. Duh. And he and he was also uh, fined $10,000 um, on top of the, uh, the, the money that he was ordered to pay back for the cost of the fajitas. And uh, let's see here. The 1.2 uh, million? Yeah. Well, how the yeah. hell is he going to pay that? Spending 50 years in fucking jail. That's yeah, a lot and, of license plates. Yeah, that's a lot of license plates. <laughs> and apparently the what the law says there in Texas is that uh, over $200,000 makes it um, a, a first-degree felony and allows for sentencing up to 99 years. Um, and apparently if he was acting as a public servant, it also allows for more severe punishment. But, uh, 
I don't know, man. 50 years for stealing fajitas. I don't care if it's a million dollars yeah, worth of money. It doesn't come matter. On, man. He didn't steal nobody's fortunes. He didn't take nobody's, you know, going to break anybody's home. He wasn't a long-term con man. I've seen long-term con men that have conned the elderly out of millions of dollars. Oh, Because I watch Unsolved Mysteries a lot, <laughs> the old reruns. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. And I've seen them con people out of a couple of million dollars on there between three or four women or whatever the case may be and they won't get but like maybe 10 to 15 years right and this dude's gonna get 50 years for some fajitas no that's, that's bullshit that's bullshit yeah. if I, I hope he overturns this i mean i'm not saying he shouldn't get nothing but i hope he doesn't appeal and they fuck throw that shit out because that's ridiculous you know to, to me he should get something like you know a couple years right. and maybe 10 years probation or something like that i mean 50 uh, that is just absolutely absurd i'll be honest with you when i first saw the sentence because i didn't see the location at first when i first saw the sentence i thought it was a fucking third world country dude i bullshit you not i thought i was going to see it was china or some shit not third china's not third world but i thought it was going to be where they have a lot stricter regulations and then when i looked and saw it was texas i was like holy shit because the sentence was so stiff, I thought it was another damn spot. I didn't even think it was a damn United States. You know, that, that goofball, that uh, uh, affluenza guy, he killed a whole bunch of people, maimed a whole bunch of people, got nothing. Yeah, yeah. You see, that's why I don't believe it. That's why, I mean, I, the laws. What are, a monster. Uh, yeah, the laws today are just fucked up. I, 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 I don't, I, the, the justice system is so damn flawed. People want to say, well, the United States has got the best justice system in the world. Where the fuck at? Yeah. It does not have the best justice system in the world. You can fool yourself if you fucking think so. But if you're an attorney or judge or whatever the hell you want to be or want to be one, I'm sorry, but you're fixing to go to the work for the fucking sorriest damn system there is. Because it's not the perfect system. If you think that, what we just told you, is the perfect system, then you need to get your head straight out of your ass. Because it is not the perfect system. There is no way that a man should get two years for killing people and another one get 50 for stealing fucking fajitas. That is not a perfect system. That's bullshit. Have you been drinking a lot of coffee, Shane? Uh, I'm working on my a cup now, but yeah, I haven't been drinking a lot, though. <laughs> Because something's going on. I'm just, I'm riled up tonight, man. I got a lot of I shit guess going so. on, man. I'm just, it's just really pissing me off when I, when you tell me stuff like it. I don't know. It just really makes me mad. What really makes me mad is not so much the sentence itself. Well, that's bad. It makes me mad. But it's the people that buy into the system that think it's all right, think it's okay. I'm like, that shit ain't right. I mean, I'm all for being a diehard American. I'm all for loving your country. I love this country. I wouldn't live in any other one. Yeah. Most likely. But the case being, you've got to recognize white, black is black and white is white. You've got to be able to walk the middle of the road. These people, are these extremes drive me nuts. Yeah. And this is an extreme case of really sticking it to this dude for no damn reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eagle Scout said they ought to put him in jail for 10 years and serve him nothing but fajitas as a constant reminder of what he did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's funny. All right. This next story 
I, I want to be very clear here. Now, I'm not bringing this up. This is a, a legitimate medical story. And I, I, I think it's very important not to make a joke about this. And because uh, uh, there's been some odd things said about it already. But to me, this is a, uh, a fascinating um, medical story because I've never heard of this being done before. Um, but what happened was, is, uh, there was a veteran who was badly injured by a roadside bomb in Afghanistan. The soldier lost both of his legs above the knee and, um, the blast was so powerful that obviously uh, a lot of his soft tissue on the, on the front of his body was taken away, including his private parts. Mm. Uh, he lost it. Yeah. He lost his penis and everything. Now, here again, I've, I've never uh, – and, and by the way, genital injuries are not uncommon, especially with these bombs that are designed to maim, not kill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a bomb, they don't, they don't, they don't speculate where it's going to hit. It just hits wherever. Yeah, and it's obviously the blast is low. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, the, you know, I mean, and, and I can't imagine, and especially for uh, uh, you know, a young person in the prime of their life, that this has to be a devastating injury. And uh, – but anyhow, uh, they came up with a, uh, a way to transplant a penis, and they did this um, here recently. Um, sh- they had a, a donor and a team of transplant specialists who have been rehearsing this for five years. And they feel that the patient should recover near complete function. Wow. The doc, yeah. Um he was dis- he, he was he is expected to be discharged from the hospital uh this week. And uh yeah, and uh, for reasons that you know, obviously the patient wishes to remain anonymous because of what yeah. I said. Well, yeah. And, but but and you know it's a shame because I'll tell you why. The, 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 when it comes right down to it. It's nothing it, to be it, ashamed it, of. No, it, it's it's no different than losing your arm. It's another it's a part of your body. You know, and this is a medical procedure, and um, that there's no reason why there should be any uh, uh, stigma or anything like that attached to it. Um, it's something that a lot of veterans um, have to deal with, both male and female. Right. Yeah, and uh, it can be a devastating injury. Um, I, I would be really interesting. I, I don't know what your opinion about this would be, but I would be really interested, um, psychologically, the recovery from this. You, you know, when you get like a heart transplant, um, uh, you don't see the heart, you know, it's inside you, but you don't, it, it's not the heart that you've always touched the same, the heart that you've always manipulated or whatever. And, and when it's a part of your body, let's say it's an arm. Um, you know, it's, it's an arm that grew on somebody else. It's not an arm that you're used to. It's not an arm that looked like the one that you had. Um, I would think that this procedure would come with a whole set of new psychological things to overcome. Oh, Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, uh, I'm very, um, I feel a lot of, I I don't know, uh, tragic empathy for the, for this guy whoever he is um i hope that the recovery uh goes well physically 
and I hope that he lives somewhat of a normal life. Yeah. Um, um, but I would think psychologically, there's some there's some new ground to cover here. Oh yeah, there has to be. I mean, yeah. I mean, if psychologically, even if you move a lose a leg, because yeah. I've known somebody that lost a leg, and it was a big it was a big uh, hurdle. Uh, well, I didn't know him when he lost it, but I knew him afterwards. But he was telling me that it was a yeah. big hurdle when he lost it, and uh, yeah, I could imagine. And uh, so, yeah, I wish him the best. I hope he does recover. <laughs> Now, according to this uh, information that I have, it isn't the first time it's ever been done. Uh, there was a patient uh, a while back that, uh, due to cancer, had a had a similar procedure. But obviously, from a blast of some kind where he lost his legs and everything, I would think the tissue loss would have been massive. So, um, um, yeah, I like I said, I'm just amazed by that story. I just uh, I, I never even considered something like that being uh. possible. There's so much possible now in the medical field. It ain't even funny. Yeah. Now, was a donor, was that a dead person? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think somebody would be like, hey, man, I ain't using mine. Hey, you know? Yeah, it's not, like, it's not like giving up a kidney. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> I was going to say, that son of a bitch don't get a damn <laughs> Congressional Medal of Honor, bud. I mean, damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I've hated four, but I sure as hell ain't giving mine up. <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, let me say they didn't expressly say, but I would have to think. <laughs> um, <laughs> not, I'm not making light of the story. Oh no, 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 no! It's I'm, a legitimate question. Yeah. It is, you know, it's it's uh, it's a lot to fathom. It really yeah. is, I, and that's I, not being silly about it or anything. That's just uh, that's a legitimate question. I mean, uh, and the family that of the donor would have to be, you know, you'd have to have a special dedication to organ donation yeah uh, because that would be that would be very trying on the donor family i would i would assume yeah uh because it, it, it there is a ghoulish aspect to it and um even though it's a you know like i said a legitimately medical thing it's it's not something that you hear about every day and it's not something that the average person can can wrap their head around well, I've been a donator all my all my life. Ever since I got my driver's license, I've yeah. always been a donor. I don't have a. Pro- I mean, some people are against it or whatever. Or don't want to do it for their own personal reasons. To me, it don't make any sense not to. And this is my own personal view, and I'm not con- I'm not condemning anybody that isn't. This is the reason why. If you're okay, let's. If you don't believe in nothing, and you don't believe in an afterlife, your body ain't gonna make a shit no way because you're gonna die anyhow. Why? Well, I mean, if there's anything left of me they can have, go ahead and have it because it ain't gonna make a damn. I don't yeah. need I don't need it anymore, and if I do believe in an afterlife, I still ain't gonna need it. So what the hell do I want to do when I when I, when I why do I want to put this body completely in the ground all you know right off the rip when somebody can use it? You know what I mean, yeah. a piece of it or whatever. Right. And my uh, my grandmother, she actually met someone, and I forget what part it was. I don't know if it was his eyes or what it was. I can't remember exactly what she, what he, she, but her brother had passed away and he was an organ donor yeah and she met a guy that got i think it was it might have, it might have been an internal organ but she actually met the guy that got one of his organs or something like that oh okay and, and that's what caused him to live and she'd tear up every time she'd tell a story and she was uh proud that he had done it you know and this yeah. man, so if somebody can live either live or live more comfortably do to something that i can't use anymore i don't know what good's going to be left once i'm done with it but yeah. if anything's left 
hell, they're more welcome to it. It don't make it damn to me. Yeah. I mean, shit. I can't do nothing with it. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's a good attitude. But I, like I said, I'm not I'm not judging nobody. I mean, I know people's got different views, and people's got this and that, and why they don't want to do it, that's fine. But I'm just saying for me personally, I don't need it no more. I'm done with it once I'm dead. So, yeah. no, no point. Yeah. I'm not going to fill them cut it. I'm not going to fill them cut it. So, I mean, <laughs> so, I mean if, it, if it takes something out or nothing, I'm going to be dead. Won't fill it no way. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter. So, that's the way I've always looked at it. As soon as I got my driver's license the first time, I said, I didn't even know nothing about it at the time. And they had on the right. back, do you want to be an organ donor? I said, hell, why not? I didn't even think nothing of it. I was like, yeah, go ahead. I ain't going to make no damn to me. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, we talked a little bit about this on the uh, previous podcast, but uh, Southwest Airlines has canceled dozens of flights over jet engine inspections after the uh, uh, explosion last week. Well, I'm glad. Uh, killed a passenger. Um, you know, um, on an older fleet – uh, metal fatigue, and they they were talking about. I, I mentioned it last week. They they were talking about that today. Um, the Boeing seven thirty seven has an excellent safety record. Um, I mean, there are I don't know how many of those there are flying around. There are some that are brand new, and there are some that are years and years old. And uh, uh, the, the older ones don't have as efficient of systems that the newer ones do, of course. But uh, the whole fleet, as a general rule, is considered very safe. Airlines all over the world utilize that jet. And um, the the issue really is, is how long do you keep these things flying, in my opinion? Here again, I don't know what the results of this investigation is going to be. It's going That's to zero it. That, you know, it, it's going it's going to zero around the, the engines themselves. Um, but uh, the, the <laughs> point is, is that uh, after so many years, nothing that that gets under those kind of stresses every day is going to last forever. Well, that's kind of stupid because that's like having a twenty year old car and saying, "Let me inspect the engine." Then you go and inspect the engine. Okay, yeah, the, and the engine's fine. Then you get out of the car and drive down the road, and the fucking ball joints fall out, and the frame fall off the front of the car. Yeah. But the engine was okay. So I mean, you know, yeah, I think you need to check the whole plane as a whole. And I'm like you. After so long, I think it's sometimes you know time to put it out to pasture, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's just my that's my view it's, it's so many my i don't know if you'd go by mileage or years or what the case may be i'm not enough of an aviation person to know that but at some point there i think there should be a way to retire certain vehicles and say that's enough is enough you know yeah. and not not resale unless it's to the enemy <laughs> Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Not if it's a passenger plane. I'm just joking. But right. I'm, just, I'm just saying. But anyway, that's just – there's no reason to keep something up in the air. It's going to be a risk to everyone. I, I can't find expressly um, how old this plane was. Maybe somebody out there can, can Google it or what have you. But uh, uh, I'm I, I, not speaking about this this particular case, but I know there's planes out there that are decades old. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, there just comes a point where you know what? 
It's time to get a new car, Marge. Yeah. I'll tell you yeah. right now, buddy, if I get on a fucking plane and there's shag carpet on that bitch, I'm getting off. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, there, there's, um, there's been uh, some stories, too, about the FAA recently. I always had a lot of faith in that, in that uh, agency. And uh, I'm not so sure now. There was a uh, yeah. pretty stinging 60 Minutes uh, segment. Uh, where they let some things go with another airline. And, uh, or at least they had a very passive attitude, I'll put it that way. And uh, he, here again, I, I, I don't know what their role was in this, but, uh, you know, they, they are, they're supposed to inspect those planes. And I've often said, you know, we, we talk about government regulation, and I know, and this is where I disagree with with conservatives. You know, they don't like the government's overreach and, and this and that. But let me tell you something. If it wasn't for those regulations on those planes, they would let those planes fly with bolts flying off of them. Oh, they'd, they run, would. Up, they'd run up ragged just to save money. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I gave this analogy before, but a number of years ago, there was a, a defect found on a certain plane. And uh, the, the they determined... They had a statistician come up with the chances that that would cause an accident, and it was very small. I don't, I don't know exactly what the numbers were, but they said that given that the odds were very low that would ever, ever cause an accident, that comparing that with what it would cost to recall the fleet and fix the problem, it would be more cost-effective in the unlikely event that a plane would crash, to just pay off the victims. Hmm. Now, that's the kind of, of rationale that goes into this type of stuff. Don't kid yourself. Right. And that's why I personally like the FAA, and I'm very disappointed that uh, they've run into some uh, problems here recently because... Well, I think a lot of times they keep things low-key because they don't want to be under the lights. They don't want to be scrutinized or whatever. So that's why I'm not saying that I'm not against the organization because I'm like you. I think it is overall a good organization overall. Yeah. But it's just like any organization, whether it be FAA, FBI, CIA, or whoever it is, if there's an issue, they don't want to be under the scope, so to speak. Yeah. So uh, Eagle Scout said uh, Air India a panel fell off. This happened less than 24 hours after the Southwest accident. The people, really? the people were so freaked out, I hear that the airline wants to give everyone who was on the plane $5,000 each. Hmm. Wow. 5000 huh. Yeah. Well, that's good, I guess. Yeah. Hey, well, to wrap things up here, uh, I know you're a showbiz guy, and I uh, just wanted to mention that uh, Vern Troyer, who you probably know as Mini-Me on the Austin Powers yeah. film, passed away. Get in my belly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he passed away. From what I understand, he had a bout with alcohol real bad also throughout his life. Was one he had, like, depression and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he was on a reality show a number of years ago, and he I got the impression from that that he struggled with a lot of things about life. Well, you know, that's common with people that are, um, I don't want to say weird or nothing, but, you know, they have the abnormalities where they're too small or too big. Because like I've said before, Andre the Giant, he was the other way around, way yeah. huge and way big. 
he also battled with depression and alcohol and whatnot. And I think it's the same way with people that are born smaller. I mean, I don't he was really small. Yeah. And he said, uh, Eagle Scout said he was suicidal as well. But, um, yeah. uh, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping to God, that, you know, the dude, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Dink Linkage. What's his name from Tyrion? I forget his name. I don't know what you're talking about there. The guy that played Tyrion on Game of Thrones, the short. Oh, Peter Dinkage. Yeah, Peter Dinkage. I hope okay. Well, I had no idea what that was. <laughs> no, I was saying I hope he doesn't have those issues. Because no, I think he's pretty, man, he's pretty well adjusted. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he is. I've seen interviews, and I've seen an interview with him, actually, where he went back to his school where he graduated from college. He's a very, very smart individual. Yeah. He's very well put together as far as mentally. He gets paid, he gets paid a lot of money to say, cock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with the money he's getting paid, with the money he's getting paid, that'll help you to stay stable. <laughs> but I do feel for the guy that in the family that Pat. Uh, I don't feel for him, but I feel for his family and the loved ones that he left behind yeah. during yeah. his passing. But uh, yeah. Oh, and also I heard I don't know how sure this is, so this may don't take this for fact. But I've heard uh, that George W. Bush, the husband of Barbara Bush, is in intensive care right now. Yeah, he has a blood infection or something yeah. like that. So uh, keep him in your thoughts, hoping he ain't the next to go too. So, well, you know, it, it seems uncanny when you have a couple that was married that long. They often right. go close. Yeah, yeah, so. always right close together. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, certainly. Want, how much time do we have? Oh yeah, we got to go ahead. Go ahead. We got about forty-eight seconds. All right, just very quickly, I want to thank everyone for listening to our program tonight. You can catch Sugar Shane and I and the rest of the crew on the Freak Show tomorrow night, SKO Radio from 7 until 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, skoradio.com or SKO Radio Network on the TuneIn app. And, of course, we will be back on this podcast Thursday night at 11 p.m. That's it, brother. Appreciate it. Great show. If I ticked anybody off, I don't apologize because I meant what I said, but the best of luck to you with dealing with that. <laughs> Y'all have a good few days. Peace out. You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6-5, U.S. only. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.